Hello, and welcome back to Ordinary Detour with Cody and Michaela. Are you sure? No. Yes. <laughs> welcome to episode two. We're recording this with an active thunderstorm outside. <laughs> I appreciate the really poorly done sound effects. <laughs> Michaela says we don't have an editing budget. <laughs> you know, I just, I just figured I would uh, try my best. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair <laughs> it was pretty good i give you a, a 4.5 out of 5 I, I think I should deserve 6 out of 8 meatballs what about taco salads only 3 of those this is an interesting science you have <laughs> I like writing things in uh, not actual like not stars so how many lobsters would that be 12 Oh, duh. Yeah. I should have known that know that that? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is a uh, nonsensical garbage. <laughs> Welcome back to episode two. What are we talking about today? Um, I think space skittles. Definitely space skittles. Talking about outer space, sort of. Mm-hmm. We will definitely be talking about outer space. Current events. But first. Guess who's the superior podcast co-host, according to our discussion board? Who? Well, it ain't you. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> There's not a lot of options here. <laughs> what? Okay, yeah. Your superior podcast co-host. I am officially in our little chat. My name is uh, Ordinary. my title. Your ordinary podcast co-host. No. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe I should be ordinary. I'm l- currently lesser superior podcast co-host. So <laughs> she couldn't. She couldn't be ordinary. She's like just lesser superior right now. <laughs> For the time, temporarily lesser. That's what it should be. It should just be ridiculously long. The funny thing is, I don't think I ever updated my name. <laughs> I don't think you did. Oops. <laughs> Well, either way, I still have bragging rights, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want our first uh, Reddit story challenge? Dang right I did. Mm-hmm. Don't you forget it. This will go down history. That was episode one. True. <laughs> I should have won on the first one. So what we, get, what we got going on today? We're going to be talking about space a little bit. What should we do next? What should we do first? <laughs> what should we do next? We, we didn't prepare at all. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I think we should discuss some of these memes I found on Instagram. Michaela scrolls through Instagram and just looks at memes in her free time. This is her idea of fun <laughs> to pass time. <laughs> I don't even, I think I see more like meme and text posts and stupid stuff than maybe it's a good balance. It's like one third meme things, one third like nature pictures. And cat pictures and one third like pe- like people I follow just images I mean that's fair mm-hmm. I think between Twitter and Instagram I have quite the meme content as well I just don't scroll it as frequently this is fair but you did find some really good memes uh, some that definitely sent me laughing <laughs> are we gonna talk about was it Dexter yeah, we should uh, discuss Dexter. <laughs> um, so 
it's this post and it's got it's like a picture a picture of a phone it's not even just a screenshot which i think is so funny <laughs> and above it it says it says the it's the message from the dog groomers so this person brought their dog dexter to the dog groomer you know as you do <laughs> and they were like hey just gonna text you and let you know when your dog's like ready to be picked up so <laughs> it reads hi dexter is dead <laughs> Could you? <laughs> the next text says hi dexter is ready now sorry stupid autocorrect <laughs> and they go through the effort of taking a picture of little little uh dexter what kind of dog is that a beagle it looks like it. <laughs> just, to, just so the owner knows that Dexter's not actually dead. <laughs> He's had a great time, it says. <laughs> with an axe, with the kissy face the kissy from the dog groomer. <laughs> groomer. Yeah. Or, or an axe meaning kiss. Because mm-hmm. O's are hugs. Am I right? Are you wrong? I thought I it was the know. other way around. <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah. Okay, well, X's because, nose means something, but I'm pretty X sure X's are... It's like the arms. <laughs> no. What do you mean no? No, the O is a hug, because it's a circle around you. No, the O is the lips. No. Yeah, because then the, the arms go it. sideways. At that each, is it. And it makes an X. When you I am... come in for the uh, slanty arm hug, under pit, over pit, you know. <laughs> um, I'm going to look this up. I hope I'm right, right now. I gotta win. I could be, can I be superior again? <laughs> I know. XO, which is hugs. <laughs> Our Google search history is <laughs> so random. XOXO means hugs and kisses. X represents a kiss and the O represents a hug. No. Oh, oh, read it and weep, son. Check your source. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Rides.com seems pretty accurate to me. <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. How's your lips Google's and Google's never wrong. <laughs> Google is never wrong. Mentalfloss.com says the same thing. Well, apparently I need to floss my mental. Okay, it so it's a kiss. The X means kiss, but not why? hug. Why in the world would the X be arms? <laughs> because it's... I wish I, I wish you could see what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I have my arms. And the like, other person who hugs like in an X. So yeah. that you guys so what Michaela's doing is she has her hands like a wingspan. And then if I put my hands in the opposite direction of a wingspan, I'm just gonna like chest bump you with my hands. Like, <laughs> no, obviously you like <laughs> That's wait. the circle. That's the O. <laughs> the circle is supposed to be the like Kissy face. <laughs> well, the I and the internet disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could. I want to poll this. See what other people think. <laughs> like so bad. All right. Maybe when we get the website up and running, we can not only post our, our memes, but also um, like poll the audience on questions similar to this. Go on our Instagram at Ordinary Detour. And I will. Can you poll on Instagram? I think you can. <laughs> <laughs> Me as on Instagram Probably, all the time. I don't know maybe what I not. can do on Maybe there. don't go on our Instagram because we're not quite sure. Just like, I don't know. Drop it in the comments. Send us a DM. What do you think? <laughs> is X or O's hugs and kisses? Or is it backwards? 
I am not going to be a part of sorting through those DMs. That's okay. We'll probably get like three. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, this was not relevant. Like, I'm not that emotionally invested in this dilemma. <laughs> I found your Instagram to tell you that Cody is correct. <laughs> I hope so. Please, somebody do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so round, <laughs> the second meme that I have for us today. So, have you ever wanted one of those little self-driving vacuums, like the Roombas, whatever they're called? The Roomba? Is it an iRobot? What is it? Yeah, this particular one's called iRobot. But yeah, Roomba's a brand that I am familiar with, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like the big name brand. They're like the original, aren't they? The OG of the, vacuum. the what are, what self-driving vacuums. Self-driving vacuums. I was like, what do you call automatic that. i don't know so, self suffit i don't know they're, they're <laughs> they do it themselves you don't you don't touch them the things just waddle just their way around your floor <laughs> they have the like mop on ones now what yeah they mop they have they have mop roombas now they'll mop your floors for you well that's cool i think our listeners should donate so we can buy some roombas <laughs> you want you want to carpet one and a mop one thanks <laughs> okay but this one has so it obviously connects to your internet and can give you alerts i'm assuming to say like hey your little irobot vacuum needs some more battery or they like drive into their battery. I don't know. Anyways. So it's somehow it, integrated it sends on the alerts. background. <laughs> and it sends you alerts to your phone through an app or something. So this person gets a notification and it says, Herbert requires your attention. Herbert is stuck near a cliff. <laughs> so I guess you can name them. <laughs> and there's a picture of little Herbert. And uh, he just fell out the doorway into the next, into the next room. It it seems like a very tall cliff, and Herbert is very, very much stuck. <laughs> yeah. And the caption says, Herbert the vacuum seems a little dramatic. <laughs> He's on a cliff. Nope. It's a doorway. <laughs> Herbert, please. They're the same thing. Duh, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think Herbert can see. Herbert just has sensors, and he's like, "Oh shoot, there's a cliff there. I need to stop." <laughs> I like that the, they wrote it in his cliff. It's not like, "Hey, your robot needs some help. Like you fell or something." It's like he's falling off a cliff right now. <laughs> you need go rope. help Herbert. <laughs> You're, this is gonna cost you a lot of money if you don't help Herbert. He's about to die. True. Oh. <laughs> Herbert, so that, that I love that you can name your vacuum. I know. That's Wait, cute. what would your vacuum name be? Oh my gosh, <laughs> you don't have it. I gotta think. Give me a second. It's got to be a good one. I think mine's Dust Eater. Dust Mite. Dust Mite. Dust nice. Mite. The vacuum. Nice. You can call him Dusty for short. D yeah. See, I like that. I'd probably name mine something stupid like Sandy Butt or like Sandy <laughs> <butts>. <laughs> Crunchy. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's crunchy, <laughs> crunchy the vacuum. Yeah, it'd be like crunchy is stuck the, in that, a cliff. The, that really rolls off the tongue, Michaela. <laughs> crunchy the vacuum is stuck near a cliff. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out if Crunchy lives. Crunchy. I'm determined to get one of these and name it Crunchy now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know they're probably pretty pricey. Nope. Just kidding. <laughs> but it might be worth it for the meme quality content. This is true. All right. Do we have? But a- you gotta you gotta clean them out. I Cody mean- really dislikes <laughs> cleaning out vacuums. One day he was like, Michaela, I just would you judge me if I threw away my vacuum so I didn't have to clean it out and just bought a new one? He's like, I wish these were disposable. <laughs> you know, I I do not regret saying that. I just, okay, you know, it's it's always full of hair and that. Like, do, it, does anything good ever come off your floor? Let's be realistic. Like, it's always gross. Like, who wants to... Th- you don't even have, like, just moving it into the garbage is just not, and you know it doesn't all come out. You have to, like, wipe that out. <laughs> and, and so it's dusty. Just, yeah, and I have, like, the worst of the worst allergies, like, literally. Literally. Yeah, like, <laughs> my allergy situation is not fun, but <laughs> I'm allergic to the world, essentially, so <laughs> that's just my life. <laughs> but anyway, emptying out vacuums is disgusting. <laughs> So bag vacuums are a thing, and they're better than you emptying out your because you don't have to touch it or see it or uh, reminisce. Smell it. They got that nice Febreze bag. Yes, I said my that va- really weird Febreze. <laughs> my my vacuum has the Glade Febreze gain gain Febreze because it's like a collab oh. gain laundry detergent. <laughs> it smells like Febreze laundry collab. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're definitely not sponsored by either of these, but <laughs> they they certainly are welcome to. You can send me free vacuums because I like to throw them out. So. <laughs> <laughs> just this one's full. On to the next one. Who we got? It's just vacuums piled out in the hallway. <laughs> You're cl- you have a closet for vacuums. <laughs> vacuum closet. <laughs> hey, can you go in the vacuum closet? Uh. Open up a new one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll start it's not just it. grab the vacuum. It's we need a new one. <laughs> you can toss. I think that one's full. Can you bring it out to the dumpster on your way out? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I like the bag vacuums because you don't have to see or touch it. You just throw the bag in the garbage without incident. Yep. Way better. Okay, so for our. Last meme we got here is the worst, most atrocious food recipe I think I've ever stumbled across. I think I threw up when I heard this. (laughs) Literally, me too. (laughs) Um, So I think the only thing that I don't even know. Have have you ever seen those like gelatin, like broccoli suspended in gelatin molds? They almost they look like weird cake molds. They're like, kind I don't of. even remember. They're kind like, of. Old American yeah. cookbook. Yes. Nasty. Wah- Ooh, why did you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> so this one is called Dishwasher Salmon. It's literally a screenshot of the Wikipedia page <laughs> yeah. for Dishwasher <laughs> Salmon. <laughs> I was like, nice fake Wikipedia page. Just kidding. Um, It says Dishwasher Salmon is an American fish dish made with the heat from a dishwasher. Primarily from its drying phase. And I was like, this is not real. This is not a thing. No one eats dishwasher salmon. It's like fish pieces wrapped in tinfoil in the top of a dishwasher is the image. After projectile vomiting all over (laughs) Michaela's phone, 
I had to look up if this was a real thing. Yes. And it's real. That's that's just the screenshot. The meme is just the screenshot of the <laughs> Wikipedia page. So America's really killing it on this whole dishwasher salmon. Fish, like dish thing. Um, so foodnetwork.com has a recipe for it and <laughs> it already sounds disgusting <laughs> and i hate dirty dishes <laughs> and this one's like seal the fish in aluminum foil and put them on the top rack and step three says add dirty dishes and lemon scented soap excuse me i need to vomit more yes i just well <laughs> what why would you do that? It was like, however, this is not recommended for novices <laughs> because you're going to get dirty, dirty lemon scented you mean, food particles on your fish. You know, when it's you cook not it? novices. It's people that can't wrap things in aluminum foil correctly. That's what it's not re- recommended for. Right. It's like, hi, if you can't wrap your fish all the way, you probably shouldn't do this because you're going to get nasty, gross stuff on there. Yeah, don't put on your resume that you're an aluminum foil novice because nobody's going to hire you to make dishwasher salmon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody's ever going to hire you to make dishwasher salmon. I just Is this one of those redneck ways of like, what's wrong with the oven? Why is this a recipe? My favorite thing is that (laughs) later in the recipe, it literally says, (laughs) uh, I was looking to see if I could see the exact phrasing, but. It was like if you like if you don't want to cook it in the dishwasher, basically, you can make it in the oven. And I was like, why is that the afterthought? What do you mean you can cook it in the oven? Of course you can cook it in the oven. I hate fish to start. So this is already disgusting because I'm not a fish guy. Me neither. (laughs) But even being open minded and optimistic about it, like I don't want to eat something that comes out of my dirty dishwasher. What is wrong with you guys? Come on. Even if it was clean. No, thank you. Just no, thank you. All right. um, The storm is clearly uh, messing with our power here at the studio. (laughs) We are getting a little flickery in here. It's okay, though. Um, We're still recording, so. Beat that storm. All is well. (laughs) It's fairly loud outside. Hopefully it's not super audible on the recording but i think we'll be okay <laughs> you can hear mm-hmm. oh i yes. really hope that <laughs> it picked up the thunder there because that was really good timing thank you <laughs> yeah it's it's coming down outside <laughs> it's been a hot summer with some crazy storms you know what i'm the type of person that likes storms the only time i don't like storms is when it gets in like if the power goes out and i can't have fun with my electronics or make my podcast <clears throat> um then i'm not having a good time <laughs> yeah i feel that i'm always scared of like giant hail or something i think it might be <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway um considering no one can see this i know you guys don't care <laughs> so we'll move on <laughs> yeah well but just know we're terrified we're shaking um because <laughs> it's storming really hard outside all right maybe we're not shaking or terrified but we definitely have storm in background yeah so that was our meme review (laughs) yeah meme review um what are we talking about otherwise this week 
our topic is space skittles. So we are actually going to talk about well, our topic space. We're just naming the episode space skittles, right? True. <laughs> okay, we're talking about space, space travel, and private space companies, as I'm sure a lot of you guys have been looking and seeing in the news recently there's lots of like space stuff happening <laughs> yes so this is super relevant to uh, like currently occurring yeah things. i think uh we're recording this a week after yeah almost um, almost exactly Jeff bezos flew up to space yeah so yeah jeff bezos and shortly before that it was richard branson on virgin galactic mm-hmm why don't we talk about some of that? Why don't we talk about some of these private space uh, companies and like commercialized space travel? Yeah. So I think um, the three major like space companies I know that I have like heard of like private space companies have been Virgin Galactic, SpaceX and Blue Origin. And I wasn't even aware of two of these like until recently. I only knew about SpaceX. And I... These are the three I hear of too. There are more like Boeing, like airplanes, the same people that make the 737 that you or 747 <laughs> or whatever plane you fly on regularly. Um, they also make space rockets. So there are others, but the three big ones that I think we hear about most prominently just due to like the influencer aspects of like the rich individuals that own the companies. <laughs> just a little, they might have a little money. You got you got Elon Musk, Richard Branson, and um, Amazon dude Jeff Bezos. Amazon dude sounds about right. I mean, he he even said uh, we will we'll get into that later actually, <laughs> um, but that that company is definitely funded by Amazon. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, Amazon, I just think it's really. <laughs> like making the joke of uh, how both of our moms were like single-handedly fund Amazon by the amount of just prime boxes that are at a, like our parents' houses. Yeah, I live fairly fair, a fairly good distance from my family, so I have to really travel to see them. But when I do go see them, it's like every time my dad's like, can can you tell your mom to stop ordering so much Amazon. It's like every time I come home from work, there's like three new boxes outside. <laughs> <laughs> we, went, we went in the basement once for some reason. And I remember we just saw it there. Literally there's like Amazon box mountain in my basement. <laughs> there's so many smiling boxes. It's terrifying. I, I like, can imagine. What did you even buy? <laughs> I know. It's like, what did you get? I swear she orders like her her home products like she's like I'm almost out of toilet paper got to order it on Amazon <laughs> literally Costco's right down the street but Amazon's convenient yeah I think it's my mom's hobby to like scroll through the Amazon app and speaking of memes we've all seen those memes where it's like when you order something at 11:59 p.m. and it's next day <laughs> delivery and it shows like the van like over an exploding cliff like <laughs> getting you your Amazon back literally. <laughs> But that Amazon's logistics aren't that far off. They they're pretty quick. I know. I personally use it. I think everyone does. But yeah, sorry, I was just listening to the rain. 
the the terrifying monsoon hurricane that's occurring. Basically, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is significantly worse than I thought it was going to be. So if the background noise in this episode's a little much, um, <laughs> it, was, it was a hurricane. So just realize <laughs> we put our lives on the, on the line like for you guys. live in the Midwest. <laughs> Midwest hurricane. I don't, I don't live in the Midwest. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I, I live in... I live in Canada. Antarctica. (laughs) My accent's more believable. Anyway. (laughs) Because Canadians talk just like Americans. There's no (laughs) Antarctic accent. Who lives there? Researchers. (laughs) They just really developed some kind of... (laughs) Doesn't Russia do a lot of research in Antarctica? You know, I feel like you like, yes. All right. Well, Antarctica aside, we had to cut there for a second because the storm got a little intense, but we're we're better now. My life is my life jeopardized. My the jep my my life danger, <laughs> my the danger of a tree crashing through the window and killing me has surpassed. My life my, danger. That's a you should write a book, an autobiography and called My Life Danger. You'll sound really interesting. Okay. <laughs> you know what you, inc- you you know what you should include in that book? What? You should include the terrifying elephant-sized horsefly that we saw the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> On the list of shit of things that happened or shit that happened to us <laughs> this week. Um a terrifying horsefly that literally we should have measured it. We should have picked the thing up and me- it, it that thing had to be at least 2 inches big. It was honestly the size of a wasp. Yeah. Like, I've seen large black flies that people will call horse flies, but like, this was a horse fly. This was the size of an actual horse, a miniature one. <laughs> it was very large. <laughs> Two inch miniature horse. <laughs> like a plastic figurine one, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> See, you know, it wasn't in our apartment, but it was in our building. And that for me is terrifying enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it just died. I was scared. Somebody I lost it. it. I was like, it's gone and it's going to fly out and attack me and I'm going to die. And then it was just dead on the floor. Yeah, somebody had to have killed that. They were like, that thing is huge. I'm whacking it. <laughs> it was terrible. With like a newspaper. I was like, is that a, like a, what are they? Madagascar and cockroaches. cockroaches. Yeah. Yeah, it was like big. I was like, that is a foreign bug. <laughs> There's so many different types of cockroaches. There's like a German cockroach. and Anyway, that's besides the <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah, that was terrifying. <laughs> so you could include that in your, in your book. Yeah, talk about <laughs> the giant horsefly. You know, what'd be, you know what else would be cool if you could put in your audio? Wow, autobiography. My audiobook. Yeah, your audiobook autobiography. We we have a podcast that can be an audiobook. <laughs> this is my audiobook. <laughs> this is my audiobook. <laughs> um you should go online and fill out the form to get a free trip. Wow. I really can't talk right now. Get a this free trip. <laughs> really messed with your brain. I should have worn my tinfoil hat. What am I getting with fleas? Absolutely not related to storms whatsoever. But you should <laughs> you should get a, sign up to get a free flight on um Richard Branson's 
oh. uh, Virgin Galactic little, yeah. little ship. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. The Unity. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Unity. Um, yeah, because he announced that after his first flight. Do you remember what date his flight was? I don't remember off I the top of my head. I think it was July 11th because it was like nine days before um, Jeff Bezos went up on the 20th. I do remember him making a big deal about the fact that he was going to do it before Jeff. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I, I'm doing it first. I want, like, just so you know, I'm posting all over Twitter. I'm doing it first. It was like <laughs> this big competition. Yeah. And Jeff's response was, yeah, but you're not going to the Carmen line. You're not, <laughs> you're not really going to, going space. to space. <laughs> it just became this big technical argument, which, I mean, is fair. There are significant differences in there, their flights. Yeah, there were differences, but. <laughs> it just became a uh, kind of a little Twitter fight. And it was funny <laughs> amongst um, billionaires. Yeah, we just we just we just get to sit around and eat popcorn and watch. <laughs> yeah, and hope that one day we get to go to space. I want to go to space tomorrow. Let's go. I'll we can build up. our own rocket ship. We'll be little Einsteins. Absolutely, <laughs> little Einsteins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so there may trip. or may not be an episode three. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. That's what we'll call it. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it was July 11th and... The 20th, right? Was uh, and the, Jeff Bezos? Yeah. And Elon Musk has yet to go to space. Yeah, but we can <laughs> talk about what I think about that as well. <laughs> okay share <laughs> please share with the class Michaela <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, so if you've seen Shark Tank you've probably seen Richard Branson I didn't know this man existed until I was watching Shark Tank like pretty recently and he just seems very eclectic very energetic very much like I'm just gonna go to space it's fine <laughs> so yeah it was well, definitely this is the man that owns an island. He's just like, I just do things. And he's like, I go skydiving. And I do all these extreme sports because it's what I do. Right. Because he can. Yeah. He's, that, that, that's his motto. It's like, because I can. <laughs> yeah. Definitely seems like it. Uh, so he, the flight he went up on with the like other Virgin Galactic crew, they flew up to around 53 miles above Earth. Which sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something else. Mm -hmm. I have fifty three miles. How now? I know in feet, mm. it's like a seven forty seven or seven thirty seven flies around the thirty five forty thousand uh, feet mark. Isn't two thousand some feet in a mile? I think so. So. so yeah, like roughly, nowhere near 53 miles. <laughs> roughly under 10 miles in the air. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And they're 53. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like Black Ops spy planes like the SR. What, what, I, I just remember like the <laughs> SR-22 from the Call of Duty games, but I know there are newer versions and variations, mm -hmm. but they have like suborbitable <sighs> sub... You know what I mean. Suborbital is a cool word. Spacecrafts, <laughs> um, if you will, because they're just 
fancy airplanes that can kind of get close to space, but they're not in space mm-hmm. and they don't claim to be. If you ask me, though, <laughs> all Richard Branson's VSS Unity, he calls it, I think, yeah. is just a giant fancy airplane it, with a rocket on it. They called it a glider, right? So it had like giant rocket things that detached and then they just like nothing else happened on the craft they were on. They just glided down and landed. Yeah. And he had like two pilots on board. Yeah. Which is different than uh, the new Shepard flight that Jeff Bezos was on because that was a which self is, like there's no pilots. On yeah. So board. that was Blue Origin. That was the 20th. Right. Yeah. So Blue Origin. Yeah. No pilots. That's crazy. That's literally insane. Now, whether or not they had them on Earth or it's completely computerized with like a manual override, if necessary, I don't know. I haven't looked that far into it. Yeah. But yeah, there were no pilots on board. It was just four. Yep. We watched. We'll get to the press. I think we can get to that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But there were four of them that ultimately won. It was Jeff, his brother, uh, a really rich guy. Well, a really rich guy's son from the. The Netherlands? Yeah. Was it the Netherlands? Yeah. And okay. then like an 83-year-old... Uh, Astronaut now. Lady. Yeah. Like pilot. So that was really cool. And she... We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> well, she outperformed Jeff, all the boys. And <laughs> She was quite the character. She was really funny. Uh, and they're like pre-flight testing stuff and like... <laughs> physical activities they like she mm-hmm. outperformed them that just to me was hilarious it was That's funny, so funny. she was like bragging about it. she's like i did better than all you guys <laughs> yeah and uh, the y- the youngest boy from the netherlands was like 18 so 18 to like 80 something they were all just chilling the 83 year old woman is what i envision you to be at 83 <laughs> me too I outperformed everyone else. I'm better. <laughs> Superior. Don't, don't tell me that Superior I can't astronaut. do anything. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> so, yeah, it definitely seems like a big step in the commercialized space travel business here. I mean, Richard Branson said, like, hey, we have tickets for sale. Only like quarter of a million dollars, but you can fly up in the Unity. But real- and suborbital flight. So, I mean, they've been saying Virgin Galactic has been saying they want to do commercialized suborbital flights since like 2010. And uh, that's crazy. Well, they've sold seats, haven't they? Or was I, that SpaceX that's been doing that? I don't know. I can't remember who's all sold seats and who hasn't. Any, some of these companies have <laughs> sold seats. Already. Yeah. They've been selling seats for a while. and Now they're doing it. Yeah. So we're going to start seeing more astronauts because by definition, to be an astronaut, all you got to do is go to space. Right. That's, That's crazy. The, no no astrophysics rocket science degree. You just you don't need to be. Uh, what is it? Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson. No. What, <laughs> what's his name? The, the astrophysicist. Yeah. What's his wow. Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> ah, did could yes. not get that off the tip of my tongue. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, you don't you do not have need to, to be, be as him. smart as him. Yeah. You just need to have some money. <laughs> you just got to have money in the current world. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe maybe soon enough, we'll all be going to space. Yeah, I mean, they. a lot of the companies have been like, 
we want to make this cheaper and uh, have multiple like reasons for wanting to uh, do these flights more often and cheaper. I mean, Elon of SpaceX wants to colonize Mars, so maybe we'll just live <laughs> on Mars one more. <laughs> yeah, so we've got Richard Branson's like, hey, I'll take you on a suborbital space flight. Jeff Bezos is like, hey, I'll take you all the way to like I'll take international you on a space. space. Flight. Yeah. And then and then Elon's like, I'm waiting for him to come absolutely flying out of left field and be like, hi, I'm leaving for Mars and I'll like tweet you in six months or something. <laughs> Our starships are ready. Um, Earth is <laughs> failing and dying. We're moving to Mars. Those that have money can join. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my gosh. Like out of the movies or something. I just imagine this man doing something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's they've already SpaceX. I believe you said they've been sending people to the International Space Station, though, for a while, right? Yeah, they have their uh, dragon. And they, I think they just brought astronauts back, actually, because they, they, there's a lot of stuff on their website. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about um, your coffee addiction and how that relates to the International Space Station? I do. So <laughs> I love coffee. Who doesn't love coffee? Um, they actually, so some of the interesting reasons for having more flights of space and this more advanced technology for you know stuff like that is we can create different things um so one thing that they did make and actually went to the international space station was an espresso machine that works in zero gravity and uh, i would absolutely need that if i were to go to space or be on the iss and do you want to know what my favorite part about it is its name. Its name. <laughs> it's not I just. I cheated. I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's called the ISS Espresso. <laughs> I love it. It's clever. I don't it's know clever. if I find it as comical as you, but it's definitely clever. <laughs> it's pretty. It's kind of cheesy. I like it. <laughs> it is cheesy, which I yeah. It's it's nice to see that for uh, space travel. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, different kinds of. Uh, technology for use back on earth um definitely a lot of these well i don't really know i don't sound very smart here <laughs> but good. you know like you can find out new things when you're experimenting and trying to create new technology for the space travel kind of stuff so another thing that they can do or figure out how to do is um space for space stuff so like the espresso machine and you know like technology for space in space oh so okay so that's what space for space means yeah oh okay <laughs> i didn't know that mm -hmm. i didn't is that the term that's used yeah i was reading an article um i don't remember exactly where it was from <laughs> but they're like they have space for earth technology like satellites and you then they have on the onion uh, you know something <laughs> it's definitely 100% real <laughs> oh easy just take my word for it <laughs> anyway I'm sorry to interrupt you what, what was the article about um and then the other half was space for space items so that would be useful for like colonizing Mars or you know how to but Mars has be a self-sufficient in space right so are there different types of items that you would 
make in no gravity environments and different types of items you would make for gravity environments with different different atmospheres and like what is considered space because would mars not be considered space then since it's a planet i think it's refers to anything that you like you don't need earth for uh okay so we're just considering everything outside of earth space now i mean it's a very i feel like that's a very american way to put it but yes <laughs> Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, you talked about the VSS Unity going to about 53 miles above Earth. Have we talked about how, fi- how high Jeff Bezos flew just a week ago here? On, well, a week ago for us after <laughs> yeah. from recording. Uh, it'll probably be, a, it'll be two, two weeks, weeks by the time this episode airs. When you this, yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff Bezos went to how high? 63 miles. So to the about. Carmen line, which is about 63 miles. Yeah, that's crazy. That's 10 extra miles. Yeah, the which, I mean, 10 miles in distance doesn't seem crazy, but when you're talking like I elevation, mean, like way up there above Earth, that's <laughs> 10 more miles to fall. <laughs> well, and not only that, but we were we were like roughly, don't quote us on this, we were <laughs> roughly calculating how high you'd fly in like a pretty decently high-flying aircraft, and we were saying about 10 miles less, but a little bit less than 10 miles up. Mm-hmm. And I think even at my highest point in commercial airline travel, like temp, that's a, that's a long way. <laughs> yeah, like, you're looking at ground and like I, you can barely see the roads. I mean, it's just the rivers are like just like little lines to you, like on a map. Right, you can see like Earth curvature at that height. I can't even imagine what kind of crazy spherical action you would get way up there. Yeah, it's definitely, well, you get no gravity. Why don't we talk about the press conference (laughs) that Jeff Bezos had after after his flight? Or just on the flight in general. Uh, One thing I do want to point out is that I thought the date he picked or the team picked or whatever was interesting because um, July 20th in 1969 was actually the first day that we had people on the moon. So I was like, you picked a space day to do space stuff. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a really genius idea on his part. And even the rocket's name, New Shepard. Mm-hmm. Um, Shepard was the last name of the astronaut that landed. Am I right? Uh, he was just the first American in space. First American in space. Yeah. So that was the name of the first American in space. But it's like all related to space stuff. Yeah. That's cool. So everything, everything has significance in mm-hmm. the history of space travel. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Blue Origin and their flight goes, which is is cool. It was refreshing to see. Yeah, for sure. It's also a good publicity marketing <laughs> ploy for commercial <laughs> space travel. But right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, we watched the press conference and they shared some footage of their time in space. Yes. And, this is my favorite. <laughs> and this is where we got the episode name. Why yeah. don't you tell us tell us about the the time. <laughs> what so, we saw uh, they get up there zero gravity they get the all clear to unbuckle and float around and do flips and stuff like that it seemed to, so the way the top like the capsule part of the new shepherd rocket um is just kind of a big circle and there's four chairs in there and there's like a little podium thing in the middle uh, it doesn't look very small. It's like a coffee table in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's pr- it's pretty chill looking in there. You know, it looks really it's yeah. really futuristic, futuristic and spacey <laughs> as well. 
But so they're, you know, awkwardly like <laughs> they're all giggling like children because there are no gravity. That is Looking probably the Earth craziest space. Yeah, I mean, I'd be excited too. I don't care how old I am. I'd I'd also be giggling like I mean, I'd be Who giggling like be? a child no matter what. But, <laughs> right. But yes. Another interesting thing about New Shepard is that they it actually has the biggest windows of like a spacecraft. So they had quite the view. Yeah, it looked <laughs> from the footage we saw. It looked like the windows were big because we mm-hmm. could see the curvature of the Earth mm-hmm. and Earth like in the background. I mean, not maybe from like an out outside, like from the moon. It's not that far, <laughs> yeah. but we could see a pretty good picture of like what Earth and Earth's atmosphere looks like from like a darker space. Yeah, um, for sure. On the when he was in there, <laughs> <laughs> so you know they unstrap. They're doing flips and giggling and talking to each other, and <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but somebody just pulls out a ping pong balls, and they're tossing ping pong balls across the like cabin at each other <laughs> and then it goes ding! <laughs> you know the ping pong ball sound yeah and you <laughs> know they so had funny. to think of this in advance so like i'm bringing ping pong balls <laughs> to space so i can throw them around and see what they do in space it's like a get to know you question if yeah. you went to space uh what would you bring <laughs> mm-hmm. ping pong balls well jeff bezos chose to bring skittles <laughs> He's like, who wants a Skittle? And he just pulls Skittles out of his spacesuit pockets and is like tossing them. They just floating over into everybody, like everybody else's <laughs> mouth. They're just catching them and eating Skittles in space. Zero <laughs> gravity Skittles. That was the best part. That was my favorite. You have to, if you have not seen this, I highly encourage you to look up the footage because it is very comical watching them go, hi, out of all the things I could be doing in space right now, I'm going to do zero gravity Skittles. It was so comical to watch, but also genius. It was so funny. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking. So after after this aired, I had to I had to look up because I'm like, I know Mars, which makes Skittles, M&Ms and various other. Yeah, various other candies um, make Skittles. So (laughs) here's my here's my here's my idea. Right. Right. So Elon Musk wants to colonize Mars. If they put a Mars factory on Mars, then on Earth we can have extraterrestrial s- Skittles. Yes, because they're Skittles from space. That's a great idea. Because they have idea. to go through space <laughs> to get to Earth. So <laughs> Mars Skittles, but so but Mars, actual Mars. <laughs> if anybody from Mars is listening, you have to. When Elon Musk colonizes Mars, you have to get on this whole putting a factory on Mars thing, or I will be very disappointed. Extremely, we need extraterrestrial extraterrestrial skittles and then you need to market them as extraterrestrial skittles and you need to remember ordinary detour <laughs> when you do so <laughs> i, I just like we should get a free pack agree i think we should get a free lifetime supply of the extraterrestrial skittles i think so too watch them be horrible <laughs> probably <laughs> like here's your dirt packet like <laughs> we just jam we just candy coated some mars dust for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's something they're all like orange that. <laughs> uh what's next for space travel man we see so we're in space we're colonizing mars uh, next we're putting advertisements on the moon honestly i could see it because <laughs> everything's about advertising nowadays everything i mean since you know tv kind of cable tv like kind of died Mm-hmm. It still exists. It's still there, but it's very much so in the background. We mm-hmm. all know streaming media is taking over the world. 
Um, but now the advertisements on the internet, like you cannot get away from advertisements. Like, sure, there are ways to get around it, but for it's... the vast majority <laughs> of people, advertisements exist and will be a never ending part of their lives. Mm-hmm. So what's next? We're advertising on the moon. That's <laughs> predictions from Ordinary Detour. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, so let's see. That's the three major space companies. I think that's that's pretty much all we got. Oh, also, <laughs> along with just space travel and taking people to the moon and visiting zero gravity all that kind of stuff um spacex's website actually has something really interesting on it as well they are uh, discussing the possibilities of instead of commercialized um airplane travel across the globe they want to rocket you from like tokyo to london in like 30 minutes through space right Through space so they're gonna they're gonna rocket you into space shoot you in space to london like from tokyo or like Like, wherever halfway around the world is (laughs) um and then just put you there and what under an hour easy 30 minutes they have 30 minutes (laughs) yeah like time estimates from i don't even know like hong kong to somewhere way not close to hong kong and they're like yeah it'll take 28 minutes this takes (laughs) so the world already seems like much smaller since we've now that we can travel, like after you get on an airplane and you see other parts of the world, the world starts to feel not quite as large as you originally imagined. Yeah. Um, but maybe a little bit larger in a sense because you realize places that you didn't exist or existed or maybe existed but didn't exist realistically to you before exist now. Mm-hmm. But now the fact that you can get from one side of the earth to the other side of the earth in like 30 minutes. Yeah. The world seems small. Like you can go, you can be like, I'm on my lunch break. I'm going to take an extended two hour lunch break. So 30 minutes to get there, 30 minutes to get back, and then an hour in a restaurant in Tokyo. Yeah. You're like, hi, I just want real Japanese food. Thanks. I'm going to Tokyo (laughs) for sushi for lunch. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm not getting fake stuff. You can go to like Japan or. China or like the middle of Russia from like the middle of Canada and in a day like the accessibility there is insane you know as much as this has become a race for whoever has the most money the the accessibility it's creating and like what it's doing for the future I'm really interested in seeing how that pans out because I do think that this this opens new doors If Mm -hmm. I think about like even emergency situations, could you imagine somebody who has family halfway across the world who's maybe sick and like moments are mattering? That could Mm -hmm. be the difference between you being able to see them or not, like in an emergency situation like that. Like this could change lives for real. Yeah. Or get emergency medical care, which isn't available to you in a remote area in the world. Mm -hmm. Like you could probably wouldn't be safe to fly them in that condition into space but i mean you know just thinking out there it has, we have flight medics maybe we'll have space medics <laughs> space medics <laughs> sorry you're just a normal doctor yeah i'm a space doctor <laughs> i get paid way more than you <laughs> space doctors man we went with space skittles we re- we really missed some <laughs> we took this way further than I thought we were gonna. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, the possibilities are endless, really. I feel that. Um, not just so that I agree with maybe I feel like sometimes the idea of going to Mars and having a civilization on Mars is paired with the idea that we are giving up on Earth a little bit. Um, I just I don't I feel like there can be a good that comes out of the growth and technology regardless. I mean, we <laughs> I'm not a bajillionaire. I can't change how they spend their money you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i might as well just like embrace what's embrace happening. what's happening that's fair that's a fair point of view also i mean we've already seen great advancements in technology i think we're just gonna see more and more mm -hmm. so yeah i'm excited to see what the what the future holds i know when i was a kid like you couldn't ever dream of ordering something from a website like amazon you couldn't you couldn't order um toilet paper to your house <laughs> to be delivered to you the next day that wasn't that's not a thing it was walmart good good internet wasn't even a thing dial up <laughs> yeah yeah seriously i mean when i was i didn't even have internet until i was in like middle school right i'm starting to age myself we days. probably yeah we <laughs> i'm starting to feel old so this is the part of the podcast i don't enjoy as much <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's crazy the amount that's changed. So space travel is just another evolving portion of advancement that is going to change the world in one way or another, whether we like it or not. I feel that definitely just keeping an optimistic view and seeing where like all of this stuff takes us. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. <sighs> And I'm not sure how much more we have on talking points for this or how much more time we have for this episode. Mm -hmm. But I think there were some good points. I think you shared some good information. Uh, thank you for doing some background research. You definitely taught me a few things today, actually. <laughs> I definitely learned a lot when I was looking stuff up. It was really interesting to go. I really liked going through the company's websites specifically just to see what their kind of viewpoint on their missions looks like. Yeah, and I enjoyed watching the media posts of the <laughs> billionaires going to space. Nonetheless, <laughs> it was cool to see ordinary people um, that aren't astronauts for NASA or another, um, you know, space organization, government-run space organization of another nation going to space. Yeah. So it was cool to see something outside of that. And I feel like it's been a while since um, major space news has been in the news. I mean, SpaceX has been around for a while now and they do like routine drops to the or bring up things to the International Space Station. But I feel like we don't hear about them on such a daily basis right now um, since they're like kind of like partnered with NASA and they just kind of do, you know, like normal space stuff. Uh, but this is like pretty significant news uh, for the united states for sure yeah i mean i hear about satellites every day but people <laughs> going to space is definitely something new you know what those satellites too one thing to give credit to um starlink which is mm -hmm. one of spacex's branches i haven't tried it so i'm no testament to it i don't know how cool it actually is but the concept to me sounds cool uh the satellite internet the like legitimate space internet to your house that can be delivered to you pretty much anywhere 
So you can be in the middle of nowhere where you don't have dropped high-speed internet lines. We talked about dial-up and like our past. <laughs> That's still a reality for not only remote areas mm-hmm. of like um, the Western world, uh, but or but like all over the world. Yeah, and I mean even even in big developed countries like the United States, like there are rural area or rural areas where. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really having a good time talking. <laughs> we're both. <laughs> there words are, are rural hard. areas um, <laughs> where people can't like have a hard time even getting dial up, and even then, you're looking at speed. Like mm-hmm. streaming Netflix is not something they're able to do. That's considered a luxury. Right. But with this new technology, this space satellite technology, Starlink, and stuff like that, we're creating competition in the internet marketplace, which makes it keeps cable companies and other. Um, terrestrial internet connection companies uh, like it, it keeps their pricing down because it, it creates more competition. Mm-hmm. It's no longer, uh, you know, the only cable company, uh, Zoom communications, whatever it make. Uh, I'm making <laughs> things up for intentional reasons here. Yeah. Um, but whatever communication company you use is not no longer the only communication company for internet available to you. There's now competition, which is which with that con- competition gets rid of that monopoly marketplace and creates you know cheaper prices and internet for all. So it's a really cool concept that we've seen as well. Yeah, and I think that, again, just circles back to the increase in accessibility is really just a really interesting thing going on. Yeah, and internet is accessibility all the way. <laughs> yeah. School education over the internet. Mm-hmm. Learning in general not only that but jobs opportunities we especially since the pandemic we've seen a pivot mm-hmm. to online workplaces so we've seen a lot of accessibility challenges that have come up and then also overcoming that i think starlink kind of launched during or right before the pandemic i'm not sure but it definitely is like a newer thing that i've been hearing more about more yeah. recently so yeah, seeing these advancements in accessibility is really cool too. But yeah, I think that about wraps this one up. Yeah. Until next week. Who knows what we'll talk about then. But <laughs> but we're done until the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh thank you for tuning in and listening to our very uh unofficial <laughs> take on commercialized private space companies space travel <laughs> yeah and check it out for yourself if you're interested um it's pretty comical if you watch some of those space flights <laughs> and some of those uh interviews yeah it's <laughs> it's it's, it's worth a good watch. time it it's worth it yeah anyway thanks for joining us and we'll see you in the next one we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs>